You are now tuned in to Vante NYC Podcast. With- yeah! Oh my gosh, that's like a shot. Talking about listening sessions, talking about hearing the yeah. album early. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. welcome to the Vontae NYC pod. Hey, just a heads up. If you do subscribe to my Patreon and you normally get the podcast on video, this battery on the camera will die soon, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, we can't charge it and use it at the same time, but my guest will be back yes, I will. at a later date for sure because, listen, before I get to him, I'm going to just say I've been hearing a lot of great music and I've been a... Um, I just... And grateful for my job, <laughs> grateful for what I do because it allows me to be in places and hear things ahead of the public. And ha ha, I heard the album. I heard the album. <laughs> I've already heard Dap's um, yeah. upcoming album. But before we get to the album, we're going to introduce the man. Yeah. I met him on Clubhouse, y'all. Clubhouse is real if you use it it's the right way. Definitely is a good tool. If you, to if my you left, I this have morning and shit. Brooklyn Bread <laughs> Music's own. Sir, Brooklyn Bread Music. Got like seven, eight, nine full albums out. Man. Discography heavy. It's working. It's working. Working. Um, you we, know, we, made a we move. able to do this thing. To the no. south, still working. Up yes, here sir. right now. Getting this album completed, but yeah. I heard it. Yeah. I got Dapper down in the building. How you feeling, bro? Yo, good, brother. Appreciate you having Listen, me here, man. You are the second person from Clubhouse. Shout out yes, to FN Bracket. Flow Nightly Network. You know what I mean? Just, just, just good vibes, you know, good vibes on that on that that app of uh of treasury. <laughs> shout out to Flo, who was on the show, yeah. friend of the show, and my, my guy Dapper. Good brother Flo, man. Shout out to you, bro. How you feeling, bro? Good, man. Good, good, good. It's good to yeah. actually see that you're a real person, man. Seeing you on Twitter, that, seeing you on Instagram, and yeah. hearing you on Clubhouse was cool. But to have you in person, knowing that, appreciate you know, that, man. The, the connection is actually further than yes, the sir. internet. Yes, sir. We ain't appreciate speaking, and we just, we, here, it's, it's happening. You feel me? People yeah. like to talk about what's going to happen, who they're going to connect right, with. Right, right, right. But we here we in we the actually flesh. Doing it. We actually I didn't believe it at first when I walked in. I heard you recording. When I, I said, yo, this is really happening. Like, came and watching, came and seeing me work. I seen you in the work, yeah. And it's crazy how I'm thinking about it now. Like, Clubhouse is not as popping as it was when it started, obviously. Unfortunately. but You guys are still rocking. Yeah, you know, it's just people come in, have a good, good time, a good vibe. Uh, you know, we just a bunch of music nerds, man. Yeah, you know, know it, was, it was music nerds just having a good time doing, doing, you know, just talking about music. I miss it. For me, I changed my phone number and I was not getting back into that whole, yeah, oh, follow me here. Man. And then outside opened a bit. So I'm like, oh, back outside. Yeah, you know, that's what it was for everybody. You know? <laughs> that's why everybody spent a little less time on there. But, you know, if you utilized it right in the beginning, then yeah. made some good connections off of there, man. All right, so look, we got you here. You know, um, this... This year, music has been crazy. Like everybody's yeah. been dropping, all the ghosts is coming outside. Yeah, you know what you makes know. you? What makes you? What, is that what put you in music mode for this year? Um, or did you have this album plan that you got coming up? Because we're gonna get into the album I later. Think but gonna I start just wanted right to definitely make a really good album. Mm. I think it's just that's what it started out. Like, just I wanted to do it. It just was time to really like. I've done projects, you know, yeah. clearly. Yeah, got a but lot. I think I wanted to just really lock in and be meticulous, mm-hmm. like really 
take my time in every aspect of it. Not even rush to make a title. Not even rush to have an, uh, a, a track process. Not even rush to have like a storyboard for cover this, that, and the yeah. third. I wanted to really just surgically, from top to bottom, approach it like some some Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis shit. Yo, man, listen, I I'm critical in music because I'm around it every day. People send mm. me tracks every day. I'm not gonna talk about the album in the beginning of this interview, but I've heard it, ladies and gents. Mm. It's one of those. It's one of those. I feel like I like that, man. I, I wish we could talk about. That. All the good, other good stuff, but I, it's one of those. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey, Dap, um, how'd you get the name Dapper Don? Oh man, so from like a little kid, uh, I'm obsessed with you know my movies and mafia culture things, and you know a lot of mafioso rap growing up. Yeah, uh, definitely took a, a liking to John Gotti. Mm. You know, a lot of uh, you know he was smooth. You know he was a uh, Ruthless but smooth. Yeah, they you know they called him the 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 dapper there goes don. Out. There goes our tape. There goes that <laughs> thing, man. Well, good. luckily yeah, you all guys stick it's around so for it all. It's all good. Luckily we yeah, it's luckily right. you guys stick around yeah, for the so audio. Um, you know, camera's yeah, dead. The audio. It's all, it's right. all good. You know, we'll Shout out to the camera dying. Some more camera later on. Yeah, it's but you said right. he was obsessed with like the mob. Gotti, and uh, you know he was smooth, he was ruthless. But you know they called him the Dapper Don because the way he dressed and his more his mannerisms and and that's how I kind of like grew up moving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then plus you know always been a little little cool with the ladies, man. You know, okay, so, yeah, you know, yeah, little smooth with that. Yeah, but then like, but I think I was my, was my demeanor too. You know what I mean? So yeah. then it's kind of stuck. Uh, then, like, of course, you know, black people, we abbreviate everything. So it was dab, 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 dab. Yeah. So it was just that kind of thing. That kind of just, when I was, uh, I guess, giving myself names or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, is that the name you I stuck had, with throughout yeah. your whole career so far? Yeah, I had, like, terrible names at first. What was, your, what was one of your, like, first names? <sighs> I think it was, like, I think it was, like, Blaze or some shit. Everybody was a Blaze when they first started rapping, bro. Oh Always, God. like, a Blaze. Or like stacks, yeah, oh, it was just, something it was crazy. Just, that did it was like, terrible. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, so, like, I try to like write it in graffiti. It looked terrible. Yeah, it looked. It looked. Yeah, it looked terrible. God, I can see it now. The big B. Oh, yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was terrible. Bad works. Bad works. But now, I mean, at least you got a name that stuck. <laughs> you know, people could readily identify yeah, you by that. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn Bread Music. That's your label. It is my imprint. Um, it is. It is my. Company is my my publishing house is mm, everything where is my band is where everything got you. Um, I just wanted a place where I house all of my my songwriting because mm-hmm. I I am also a songwriter a yes, song, as I, well as an artist song, of, of myself of course well, you know definitely I got you good looks um but I wanted a place to house all of that yeah um Brooklyn Bread Music was born in two thousand and nineteen. Okay, pretty fairly new. Pre- fairly, fairly new. Um, it's just always, I mean, you know, of course, uh, legally was born in that year. Okay, okay. Something yeah, was yeah. always in the back of my mind wanted, uh, you know, shout out to my pops, just help me get, re- you know, put that into fruition. Mm-hmm. Because that's you know, something you want some kind of ownership for yourself. Every artist wants some kind of yeah, ownership for themselves. Yeah. But we also always get caught up in, I want to own my masters. I want this thing. But we have to also have some kind of value to what we want to own. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, from now, let me get some kind of value behind my imprint and value behind, uh, you know, whatever mechanical royalties I may acquire from now until 
a bigger situation comes along mm-hmm. and then I mean, maybe, I, maybe I can own this or own that yeah. or leverage some pieces. You may not yeah. be able to own all the masses, but leverage some pieces, some pieces of, yeah. of certain things. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was the, the I, I like, I like playing the long game. No, I mean, that's understandable too, yeah. especially when you want to, um, cause music is like one of those things. If you do it for real, you want it to be timeless. So might as well yeah. have something that's, you know, your, your blueprint or your imprint be timeless as well. And especially mm-hmm. something that you own. You definitely want to have that in the, uh, not to. So, speak about um, some of your early music because based on what I've heard, I haven't mm-hmm. heard everything that you make because you yeah. make a lot of music. Your catalog, mm-hmm. for that, your catalog is crazy. You got like, I don't know how many albums you got all together out, <laughs> but they're like say, 14, 13 track albums and you've already say, seen six um, of them. I saw six already. Ah. Yeah, all together. So, this one that would be coming out would be eight. So, you would say this is your eighth studio project. Yeah. How does it feel? It feels... This one feels different, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel um, abnormal because it's like breathing. Okay. You know, music is one of the greatest gifts that God has ever given me. Yeah. The greatest gift because I, I love it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, a day doesn't feel right to me without music even being a part of it. Yeah. I've, I've even if I'm not making it myself. Mm-hmm. If music is not involved in my in my day in some capacity, my day doesn't feel right. It may not even be my own. It has just some music has to encompass my day somehow. Who's who's your go to artist? Depends on my mood. So I'm gonna say it it varies. It may go right, let's from say, the dream go to uh-huh. Hove. Okay. It may go to the Osleys. It may go to PJ Morton. Mm. It may go to Rick James. It 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 really depends on my mood for the day. Okay, I, I mean, I just want to tap it to see yeah, what like what's yeah, your, yeah, your go to person because yeah, I know you got a couple of people that you know influence you. Yeah, definitely. You got the Hove. I know that's one of the big ones. Hove. Oh, who who doesn't? Yeah. Hove. Shouts to Hove too, man. Uh, Hall of Fame, Hall Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Hall man. That's big, man. man. If you're from Brooklyn, I feel like that can show you, you can do anything in this world. You know what I'm saying? People like, understand. We grew up wanting, like, I, I saw a question on Twitter the other day, like, I was like, like for industry people or artists, or like, what what label made you want to, like, you know, work in the industry, or what what noble label made you want to be an artist? Yeah. And I saw a lot of people answers like, you know, Def Jam and this is a and that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that was the blueprint for yeah. a lot of people. But for me, you know, from whatever I grew up in, mm-hmm. Rockefeller. Rockefeller? Well, I see it. Dog, like. I get it. I get it. I wanted a chaining day so bad. <laughs> yeah, I actually seen a tweet when he's like, you want a chaining day. I wanted like a chaining day, yeah. man. Nah, I feel you. I mean, who would I sign to who, if I was yo, an artist? Sign that, yo. Chaining days. Nah, man. I wouldn't sign to the rock, man. Yo, I'd probably sign, sign to like. Yeah, you go in your hometown. Yeah, I probably and, signed and to like, they, and, and Dane put the chain on your neck, son. I ain't gonna front. When I was a kid, I, I, I would have signed to, to G-Unit. <laughs> I would have signed to G-Unit. I don't, I don't, you know. Because yeah. just because I, I was yeah. like, I'm a 50 fan. So like, Yo, I'm a whole fan we, too, right? But like, after Hove, it's like, was I really a fan of the rest of the rock? 50, like I was. 50 was running shit though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think we, like the time of music, we, we came up in, we came up in the time of cruise. Yeah. We came up, yeah. G Unit, Rock yeah. Riders, Cash Dip Money, set. No Limit, Dipset. Yeah. 
I don't think nobody would have signed a dip set, but we would. We would. We would. We would. Depending on depending on your aesthetic, you might have wanted to sign. Depending on your aesthetic, you might have signed. Back to your catalog, but not get away from these guys. Back to your catalog. Um, when was your first album release? What year was that? 2014. 2014. So you would, I would also say that your career is fairly like fresh. 2014. The project was named Fool. Yeah, I, I definitely seen that. But, but you could say your career is kind of fresh then, because oh, that means yeah, I started media I was, before you was an artist. I was still doing and I stuff still like before a, that. Got you. So you know, just trying to find my way. So what were you doing musically before you dropped your first album? What were you so like? I was dropping songs. Okay. You know, I had those performing places and stuff. Uh-huh. But like I said, trying to, I think I didn't fully find my find my footing as an artist until that project. That's why I, that's why I carbon date myself. Mm-hmm. Starting 2014. 2014 is where I gained my footing. Where I gained myself, my sense of self, and I knew who I was as an artist. Like how people say like deeper than rap was when Ross found himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. That's when Ross like found himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Port of Miami was cool and Trilla was cool, but yeah, deep in but because yeah, Port of Miami was cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, deep in rap, rap was that one. That was Ross. Ross. That was that was Rose. That's Rose that we know today. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, average your ratio is kinda like an album a year if you think about it. I like that though. It's consistency. I like I like being consistent. Um that's, that's how you stay in people's faces. No, that's a fact. How how your early work? You know, obviously, uh, for me, I don't know if about you, but I look at some of my early stuff and I'm like, I critique it a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sitting there saying everything I wouldn't have done, but I can't even say that because I'm I wasn't then, you know what I mean? So I think how do you feel about your early projects compared to what you're working on now? Growth. Mm-hmm. I was afraid to try certain things, yeah. and I see I could hear it too. I, not to cut you off, I actually hear it because I was listening to one of your, not your first project, whatever you dropped in like the 2016 or 17 year. Chicken George. I was listening to that, and then when I just heard today, I was like, "Yeah, you could tell that there was something that told you, yo, go for it." I started saying, "Fuck it." Yeah, it sounds like it, but in a good way though. Yeah, in a bad way. I stop holding yourself back. Yeah, it it worked. I I I, I was it was things I I would want to try. I'm like, okay, nah, not not, not, maybe not now. Yeah. Maybe not yet. Maybe not. Maybe maybe nobody's gonna like this. Mm -hmm. I stopped doing that. I'm like, so when do you say that you found your sound? You gave Ross deeper than rap. At what year or what album did you say? Chicken, Chicken George is my turning point. Got you, and that's what I'm hearing from. I can see where like I okay. say Chicken George is my turning point. That was like like Fool was cool. Fool Two was cool. Chicken like even my Weekend Love projects, I was kind of like still tiptoeing. Mm-hmm. Chicken George was I was like, because I wrote that entire album on in the course of. A week and a half. And you a write a writer then, because that's a long and, album. And <laughs> I, and I sat in the Barbados mm. and wrote the album. Mm. Interesting, interesting. And I was away for about over a week and a half, two weeks, and I wrote that album out there. When you come up with the name concepts, they all relate to um, some type of. Where I was at with Chicken George, it was like me liberating myself. Um, if you ever watched the movie Roots. Mm-hmm. It was like no chicken George. He he liberated himself and raised himself from like a boy from slavery mm-hmm. to a grown I even man. Made that connection, yeah. yeah and it was George. like yeah. me liberating myself musically. I was um, adding more instrumentation to my records, like mm-hmm. more live instrumentation. Yeah. More like playing some playing some of the records myself, like adding some of the synth myself or mm-hmm. adding some of the keys or mm-hmm, some. Mm-hmm. I have you no know, bringing my pops in. He plays for me as well. 
bringing some sax sounds and some wind controllers, some some guitars, like bringing in more background vocals, like mm -hmm. p really embracing all the sides of me. Got you. And not being afraid of so, yeah. being that box and getting myself out the box. Yeah. So that's what that was. And then um, after that one, it was um, just up from there. Okay, okay, I okay. Stopped, I stopped holding myself back. Uh-huh. So, when when you look at music outside of yourself, and then you listen to, again, your early stuff compared to now, are you, would you say that you're somebody that grows with the times, or you grow with yourself with sound? Uh, I say, I, I say I'm a writer, because you know what? I say I can adapt, and I say I can also grow with myself, mm -hmm. because no good writer is going to be stuck in a time, in a time warp. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to adapt. Mm -hmm. This is why you can't say, "Oh, I don't want to listen to what's out now," because you have to stay yeah, abreast yeah, of yeah, what's out yeah. now to compete. Like I'm forced to listen to drill, but you know that's neither drill here nor there. No, New York drill is fire. Son. You think B so? BK drill is fire. You think son. so? Yes. I think all drill needs to be put. You know, you know, BK, drill, BK drill makes you think is like wild ops, and you oh, and all you're doing is going to like Target. Remember when and um, Patrick got all these ops against you? Remember when Patrick <laughs> and SpongeBob took the city and he was like, "Let's take this city and put it over there." That's how I feel about drill music in a whole. Let's take it out of rap genre and just put it over there in its own genre. It's rap. It's trash. Subjective, allegedly. So you my opinion. No drill. I like R and B drill. R and B drill is fire. I'll play some shit that's fire. And it'll make you it'll make you change your perspective on drill. But anyway, enough about drill. Okay. Um, but yeah, you do you definitely got to listen to today's sound though. Um, I'm when I say forced to listen to it though, it, open, it also opened my ears to like the newer people who's collaborating. Like if I hear somebody with drill sound, they might have a feature that's not a drill artist that I may like, or they just like it may be certain avenues that I may be need to tap into. Like I don't, I mean, I'm from Brooklyn and I'm not even into the the mix of the the Brooklyn drill, and that's bad being a young and and I'm still young. I feel like an old head not knowing what drill is. You get what I'm saying? But it's because I don't like it. You feel what I'm saying? So like trap? Depends on who it is. Depends on who it is. I feel like I outgrew all that. Not outgrew it, but like you say, you change, and times change, and then... You so, think, so, so what's, you put, your, what's your brand of rap? What's your brand, what's brand of rap, rap right now? <laughs> you know type of shit I like. Lyrical Flexercise Cypher's out now, man. Go tap in. This guy, man. Um, you know, 15 Minutes <laughs> of Fame, YouTube. I like that. I like that talk. I like that. that like that bar, that gritty, bar talk. Bar heavy. So when like I rapidly hear, rap. Yeah, when I hear drill, it's like. Like rapidly rap. Like, it's like, not rapidly rap, because rapidly yeah. rap is. Do, 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 do. We ain't doing that. Like, like boom bap shit. Yeah, you can say that. Okay, that's not with that. Yeah, but you, but like, you don't, like, you don't, you don't like conform ben, to like, like Benny and yeah, yeah Benny is my guy. But you don't conform yeah. to that though. When I listen to your music, that's what I was getting at. This whole conversation is what mm -hmm. I was getting at. Like even with you listening to the newer sounds, like one of the tracks on your album, not to give away too much sauce, it had me in a loop at first, and I was like, is he gonna go this route? When that beat dropped, and I was scared because I'm like. Uh, but then I was like, oh, no, wait. He did something to me. There's bars there. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Um, so, you know how we pull from the past for samples, mm -hmm. for flips? Do you see today's rappers or people that have been in the game for some time now pulling from the future? Like, say, like, they got this thing like, called Sample Drill now, where they put on a sample from a show or, like, a theme song, and then it turns into a whole drill song. 
that's, you think that's, that's a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. That's what I'm saying. This is what oh, Brooklyn drill rappers. I, I, I well, I think Bronx drill rappers. I don't know. Shout out to all the drill rappers. Don't don't kill me. Um, but yeah, they're doing this thing where they put like a, a sample, like maybe the ice cream truck sample, and then it turns into a dr- it's fire because the beat sound crazy. But do you think that people like a J Cole, an, uh, a Fifty or Nas, any of these people would start to do stuff like that? Nah. Why not? Only person I could probably see doing it is Nas, maybe. Reason being is that Nas kind of like, you know, stays relevant with the younger people. His latest projects. I didn't listen to King's Disease and King's Disease 2. I haven't listened to Nas since Godson. But um, um, King's Disease joints is lit. From Brooklyn. Well, King's Disease joints is lit. Um, but it just I like the fact that he still reaches out to the younger artists. Yeah, no, salute to him, man, because he don't so have to. I, I, I could see Nas fucking with some shit like that. Maybe Fifth, but not on no drill shit though. I don't see Fifth on no drill. I mean, you never know, man. Today, you never know what's gonna happen to music. Fifth, you don't know, yeah. Fifth, yeah. you can expect anything. All right, so your music now. How do you choose the people that you work with? It has to feel organic. Mm-hmm. Um. Even if we weren't in the same room when the record was conceived, mm-hmm. and I bring the record to you, mm-hmm. if I just feel like you're a great fit for the record, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Like, I may say, Yo, you know, I know so and so will kind of go crazy on this. Yeah, if I know of somebody that I've listened to, or I may, you know, seek somebody else out, like, Hey. Knows they'll tell me so and so might be good for this record, mm-hmm. and I'll listen to them. I, I, I'm always gonna, you know, um, do my homework on somebody, yeah. So I may go to your IG or I may go to YouTube. All the features if, hit, by the way. If you don't, if you, if you don't got hit. none of that, shit, I'm definitely no offense, yeah. I'm not working with you. Gotcha. So you gotta have something, you gotta have something for me to see, to see, yeah. You just can't say that you're right, and then yeah. I, mean, I not, hate that. That's no, it's that not good. trying to be a, a snob or an elitist or nothing like that. I just don't think you're serious. You're an elitist. I don't know. I won't think you're serious. No, yeah. If, if, if you don't, you don't have nothing to show your work. That is true. I don't like I'll show you my DM right now. I told you, you see the post about the cipher. I got yeah, people in my DMs. I don't DMs. think you're serious if you don't, don't have. have you can't tell me, oh, I'm this, that, and the third. I'll have nothing to see. Yeah. But if yeah, I gotta search for your you work. Know, then, yeah, but anyway, going. I, I, it has to fit, and I have to. I want you to be as excited about the record as I am. Mm-hmm. Even 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 if it's a money situation, I still want you to be as excited as I am mm-hmm. about the record. Yeah. You know I mean? Show that you care. Right. Um. So, just let me, you know, that that's part of it. Um, also, I want you to come take, take, try to take my head off on the record. Mm-hmm. Don't don't dumb it down because you collaborating with me. Yeah, come take my fucking head off. Pause, but yeah, like, come take my head off on the record. Like, don't don't hold back because be no. So if you drop a mixtape and I need a verse. You gonna let me get a verse? Yeah. All right, cool. You gotta like, but it's the same token. Yeah, we on the same record. We cool. Mm-hmm. But let's make sure that this is the Rectify, best record yeah. we can make. Do people uh, do people undersell you when they do some features? Do you ever got undersold in the feature? Like you think that they're gonna give you something fire, and you notice know artists to be fire, you get it back and it's not so fire. No, you know why? Because I think the way I have an ear for my picking production. Mm-hmm. 
I have a scene here where I'm picking my features and nobody has ever half-assed me because I, I give, first of all, I never, I never ever tell another artist, I want you to do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. Because you're another artist and your expression is your expression. True. I'm only going to tell you the framework of the song. This is what I did. I've been giving you an example of what I did. Mm-hmm. So you follow behind that in your own expression. You have complete autonomy. I you give this. somebody freedom yeah. and they'll give you back amazing shit. Speaking of features and like people putting their all into it, I've seen this thing where like um, they were talking about top lyricists. Okay. And Lil Kim name came up. Shouts Lil Kim, Brooklyn. That's not that sound like a bad thing. But in the conversation, and I think it was on maybe Math Alpha's podcast, Expert Opinion. Um, but young man on there mentioned that he doesn't consider Lil Kim a lyricist because uh, Biggie wrote all her stuff. So it was a thing of yeah, she could spit it, but was she is she the lyricist behind it? Him was not getting everything written for her. Kim was not getting everything written for her. Because, first of all, I mean, I'm not to sound like a dick, mm-hmm. but after Big Pass, who was writing her shit? But how much, how much did she have after? Did she have a lengthy career after Big Passing? Yeah. I, w- I mean, lengthy because we still rock out to, like, we still rock out for Lil' Kim, but did she produce... Mm-hmm. What, what what would you say it was wow, more? Wow. Okay. So we're gonna act like La Bella Mafia. I mean, that ha- but I mean, you you think none of that was in the works Notorious when Biggie was alive? And, and fucking Naked you don't you don't think La- you don't think none of that was in the works when Biggie was here? No. Okay. I just want to know. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm not in the age group as you. No. So I wasn't outside when nope. Little Kim was outside. Only album that he was here for. It's hardcore. Allegedly. Allegedly. I and like saying allegedly, by the way. It makes everything seem like yeah. so, so, so. Like, the Bella Mafia, which is... So, so you're saying, so you're saying that argument of the person Best albums, same. period. That was nothing to do with anybody, bro. And, of course, the way my segues go all the time, for some reason, I mentioned somebody that I don't want to talk about. I didn't bring a little Kim up to mention Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim, I love you. I've mentioned that because mm-hmm. how do you feel about artists who consider themselves quote unquote pens, lyricists, mm-hmm. rappers. Um, how do you feel about those who don't write their own lyrics? Do you feel like getting help with your lyrics negates you from the the list, quote unquote, so to say? Because mm. there's always going to be a list of who's the best, and who got the best writings of all time, or who got the best pens, or who say the best stuff. But... If it's not you that's saying it, do you get negated from that list? Yeah. Yeah? Interesting. Because if you... Why, because you don't say Drake? No, I was, I was uh, going to go back to Lil' Kim. Because then there's no argument Lil' Kim versus Nicki Minaj. It's just two different arguments for different days. Right? Like, you got to argue Lil' Kim in her right, and you argue Nicki Minaj in her right, but you can't compare the two no more. Why? Cool. Safari. I forgot about Safari. Oh, okay. We're going to get off these writing topics. Yep. But how do you feel you about go. people getting... I was about um, to say, there you go. <laughs> how do you feel about uh, lyrics and... and do you write all your own stuff? I'm blowing you up right now. Uh, yep. I'm glad you do. If you didn't write all your own lyrics, I would have kicked you out. 
would I would hope I would hope I do. Okay, because your music is too pure and too um Boy, uh, if I didn't, Jesus help me. Yeah, that's some good stuff too. Because if you did, I, would, I was gonna ask you who wrote it. Because I need to meet them. Because they they got a sound that I need to get introduced to. You were just the the, the, the scapegoat for the time being. I would never. Um, let's get back to Clubhouse a bit. Um, sure. You guys are innovators on Clubhouse, and they owe you a check. Uh, Clubhouse, if you're hearing this somehow, you owe Dap, you we, owe Flow. We, we would love that check. Because you know, in the beginning, we were like, you know, they're gonna get it. We were rooting for you guys, and we thought, you know. They yeah, had their ears open, but now y'all playing they, games. They dropped the ball. Y'all owe the Send flow. My boys, they they a check. Please make it out to, you know, flow myself, uh, you know, Kamisi. It's been Puff. times. Please make that check out to us right away. Thank you. It's been times I've been in rooms over a thousand people plus talking about two albums <laughs> going head to head. We're not talking about a whole discussion or anything. Two albums. It could be two, any, al- any two rap albums, any two R&B albums. Mm-hmm. Innovators. Yeah. Um, yep. But from that, right, because it did bring you guys shout, a lot of... Shout out to Complex, Jack and the Source. It, it, yeah, definitely. I hate Complex. But um, you guys <laughs> you guys brought a lot of traction to the app. You guys brought a lot of traction to yourselves. You especially. Um, Twitter, you know, became... I mean, Twitter's always big for you. You, always, yeah. you got a good following on Twitter. They engage. They interact. Um, with the Clubhouse traction coming in, how has things changed for you? Uh, just opened up more uh, opportunities for you know networking and a, a, a larger, um, larger network of people to collaborate with, larger network of people to uh, reach out to. Mm-hmm. Especially, it was just divine timing with working on this album. Yeah. Um, you know, just a different set of people to interact with on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Um, that would aid in the process yeah. that showed genuine interest in, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in the process. And that was a blessing because, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's not every day that people that just, you know, link up with a sheer personality and mm-hmm. love for music, yeah, movies, whatever kind of pop a culture, these things are like money, you know, just p- people's time is money and they, you yeah. know, people consult for a living, but like that. Yeah. And they're just genuinely rocking with you off of a mutual love for various subjects which I just happen to kick it about mm-hmm. over an app. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just that's that's divine timing in my in my you know honest and humble opinion. So that was just you know a beautiful thing for that. And I think that's that's one of the biggest changes there. I'm gonna just need y'all to stop using that app in 2022 though. Please stop moaning. <laughs> just stop, stop nah, just nah, fact, they didn't ruin they didn't the spaces they didn't do this they didn't yeah, they came to Twitter spaces now bring out the fleets please give us fleets back yeah, y'all took bring, bring back your um, bring, I mean not bring back but bring the clubhouse stuff to Twitter spaces man we need to leave clubhouse where it be they didn't show no love to us they had us as the icon emoji black people and then they took us off when they realized we was lit I didn't want to bring up clubhouse but I'm bringing all this up because you see how things come full circle um that when it comes to marketing this upcoming album, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're taking your most strategic steps thus far? This time, I think I am, man. I really think I, oh man, I do something every day in uh, in lieu of this album. Mm-hmm. I make sure I have, there's some meeting, there's some Zoom call, mm-hmm. there's some piece of recording there's mm-hmm. some some kind of planning 
that goes into this project. Yeah, I think I let you down too, cause I was supposed to get a feature for you. <laughs> it's so, all right. My bad. Nah, nah next album. Man, cause I know you gonna drop right. one next. Well, after this one again. Nah, we're gonna, this one we're working this one for a minute, bro. Working for a minute. We're working this one for. Working a minute. on videos for this one. Yes, sir. Yes, I need sir. a cameo. No problem, man. I tell everybody I need a cameo, and everybody say no problem, sir, and I never get nah, the cameo. I see man, the video maybe two weeks later, like, uh, but now I already told on? you I want to shoot one of the one, one of them. What do you want to shoot that? I told you I want to shoot. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can do that. You can do that. Yeah, you definitely did tell me I that. I told yeah. you. So, so we can get that done. I'm telling you, man. But I feel I've worked. This is the most. Um, Meticulous, I've been with a project. It's the most emotionally up and down I've been with a project. Mm-hmm. Is I probably have sacrificed the most with this. Um, probably lost them as you know, most people, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? It'd be like that. It's a lot that. of a lot of loss, mm-hmm. but it's not losses breaking my heart mm-hmm. because I know it's it's um a lot that's gonna be gained. From the work I put in, yeah, because you you can't deny the work when you put the when you put when in you the put work. The work you, can't, is there. you can't deny yeah, the work you put in. You. It's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. It's gonna is people. Everybody can't go with you. Amen. Everybody can't go with you. You know what I mean? You gotta watch. Uh, you gotta keep your head in the swivel mm-hmm. because everything ain't for everybody, and everybody's not gonna see your vision. Everybody's not gonna understand why you're working so hard, mm-hmm. why you're so locked in, mm-hmm. why this means so much. They had to, everybody, we got we to really understand people have entered our lives, especially in adulthood, people have entered our lives maybe in the last five or six years. Yeah, They don't see the groundwork that you put in 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when you first had the 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 ideas and the drive to start doing this thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you may be at a point where you're at a door that took you 10, 11 years to get to mm-hmm. and people have only known you for about three or four years mm-hmm. and don't really get and understand why you are so sold out yeah. to get into that door because you don't understand that I've worked. True. Eight nine years prior to meeting you, yeah, to get to this point, mm-hmm. I can't slack up now because gotcha, you yeah. feel that you have to be at the forefront. Always, always, especially in this industry, you know how it goes, man. You're a part of it, and you've been a part of it for some time. You get so you one know. chance. You get one chance, bro. And you I, get I one shot, and you especially as an artist, man. You don't, you don't one. You don't use your chance wisely. It's over. So it's not even about taking; it's about what you do when they offer it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't, so, and that offer don't come. Yeah, it don't, it don't, it don't come often, man. It don't come often. It seems like it does because of so many people on the rise. But see, the rise is only as good as we can really see it. Like, people you maybe get the ride people get the blue checks. Come to you. People get the you know the deals or whatever. But then what happens next? You know what I'm saying? It's good for the moment, but what really happens in the long run? So when you really put that work in, you know that whole grind. And, people you know, understand the amount of the nights you didn't sleep. Yeah. The traveling you've done, yeah. the times you didn't eat, mm-hmm. the amount of money you put in. Because I don't, say, I don't care what people say. The biggest thing, the the, the most thing that people could do is like to make jokes about artists. And I'm very pro artists, and I really hate that's the running joke on social media about artists and you know uh, SoundCloud rappers or or, or this or that. That's a, that's a running joke yeah. that I really despise so much. Because if you're if you're doing this the wrong way, then shame on you. Because you're the ones 
who are giving everybody else a black eye and a bad name mm -hmm. and you make this shit look so trivial to people and make it look like a joke where it's uh it's 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 a relationship joke. Yeah. It's a oh, you know, oh um don't DM me if you got a mixtape or yeah, yeah, no yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got yeah, 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 like, like, SoundCloud it's, rapper it's, don't DM me and all that kind of You know, yeah, it's those those kind of disparaging things when it's just as much the same thing as you know, as, as you selling e-commerce, as yeah. you're doing, you can take, take the same kind of losses. Yeah. Because if you're doing this the correct way, then you're putting so much money into this. Yes, yes. You're investing money into this because this is not a cheap thing to do. There's marketing, there's studio, there's travel, there's all types of expenses. And especially if you're recording at home or if you're even if you're, if you're going in a studio, that's more expensive. Yeah. If you're recording at home, you're still buying equipment or upkeeping equipment or maintaining things. It's a lot of expenses. I always say, what if, like, I think that artists, because I don't think us as consumers, and I say us as a whole, not just to pick pinpoint mm -hmm. anybody, we don't appreciate um, the, the talent. We don't appreciate the art they put out because I feel like the artists, all artists just at one point should go on strike. Nobody put out music for like six months. It's going to hurt. But I think that the people are going to appreciate the fact that we can get all this music for $10 a month rather than back in the day when you had to buy every record to hear it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They get it so easy now. You're about to you're put out a whole album. They're about to stream your album, right? Like, that I just heard. That album I just heard. I would buy the album. If you got it for sale on Austin, I'm buying it. That's a, that's a buying-worthy album right there. That's something that, oh, look, a big Sean just dropped. Oh, I got to go buy this. That's the type of energy they got to have for stuff like that. And I feel like... But people... And I, I, I'm not complaining. Spoiled. Believe, you don't believe me, I'm not complaining. I, I know my talents, and I believe in my talents, and I know what God gave me. So I'm not I'm not worried. Mm -hmm. But we don't have the same energy for people of our, you know, of our tier. Yeah. With that same energy. That's the bad so, part, though. I know, hate but it. It's, it's, but, it's, but it's, you know, it's about marketing, of course, and, and those those services are expensive. You know, you know yeah, so so that, so it, it takes money to do these yeah, things. But you so, know what kills yeah. me that it kills me that somebody like you can have a fire album. Again, you got a big following. They'll subscribe to. I'm not gonna call no names because I don't want to call nobody's art trash. Mm -hmm. no. But they'll they'll subscribe to the trash music when they got a talented person on their timeline right there dropping it. What do you think? Is holding the people back from really supporting us. Oh well, no! Consumers do what they're told. Mm. So that's where usually cosigns come in, mark good marketing, those things of those nature. So that's why I said that's why there's been a meticulous approach to this album. There's a you know they have a marketing team this time around and things of that nature. So we're just we're we're, we're planning our attacks strategically because I don't want to waste something that you said is yeah. that good. On just on it just is, yeah. it's like throwing it throwing a pebble in a forest. Yeah, you're never gonna yeah. I don't wanna do that. Yeah. Because I worked too hard on this album. I worked on this album since January. Bro, that album is fire. I'ma say it again. I need well, it's not out yet, so ha <laughs> ha. Y'all gotta wait to hear it. But <laughs> it is it's 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 track for track, one of those. I'm I'm I think when it drops Avante uh, shot hundred percent. Hundred percent all the tracks is fire. Um I think the direction is gonna go in. I'm just waiting for all the good stuff to come off the album. I could feel it. Pause. I could <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get maybe one percent of the royalties. I was a part of this rollout.
So, uh, but no, no. Like, aside from all that, though, it's really a great project, and I want the people to really appreciate you, your artistry, your time. Um, you even got your daughter here. You know, being a dad That's and just baby, being man. an entertainer is is a lot. How do you juggle that? Um, you know, it's one of the things I talked about. You know, um, people don't see your sacrifices. Mm-hmm. There's times being away from her mm-hmm. on the road, recording different places. There's times I've had to, you know, just to to chase a great record, going to record all the way in Phoenix. Yeah, you know what I mean, do a show and go right to the studio after. Mm-hmm. No, not with her, because I want to show her that you can do. Mm-hmm. what it is that you want to do mm-hmm. and you don't have to feel discouraged or feel that you have to do the the thing that us unfortunately our our people are programmed to do yeah uh, now when I say our people this is what I was taught and I'm pretty sure it's what my my relatives were taught is to do the safe thing mm-hmm. you go you go to school you grow up go to college or you don't go to college or you yeah. get a job and you work the job and you retire and you die. Yeah, I was just on a pod, Black Man Cry 2, and the guest, uh, the host, uh, Shouts to Cat, she was like, what's a piece of advice I would give to, like, you know, black youth? And I would be like, yo, do life your way, man. Do life. That's what we taught. Find bro. out find out what you like and do it because people going to try to tell you what to do your whole life. And listen to any youth that listen to the pod. I don't know how much kids listen to the pod or under, you know, a certain age bracket. But if this gets across to you, that is a testament. I'm a testament. Do life your way because it plays out in the long run. I'm pretty sure if we knew what we know now, be a lot back when I was definitely. 16, 15, you know, life would be totally different. Just right. because I knew that at some point, as a 15-year-old, life's going to be mine. You yeah. know what I mean? So if it could be mine when I'm an adult, it should have been mine at that time. Um, but, yeah, that's neither here nor there. We can show the youth now. You can show your kid, you know. And it sounds good on the album, too. Shout out to you for being on the album. Sounds dope. I, I can't wait to hear it entirely. Yeah, and baby, get your flowers for that. Background vocals. For your me, background man. vocals do hit. And I got to tell people all the time, I don't force this on her at all. Yeah. I literally. That's my next question. I do not force this on her. She loves the arts. She loves to sing. She likes to act. She wants to go to performing art school. Like, so, oh no, she's going. Um, yeah. So, I don't force this on her at all. Like, I never... Like you, I, I, I do music. You don't do music. It's something that she's always like gravitated towards. She used to like write her own versions mm-hmm. of the like some popular songs. Mm-hmm. Like that, I wrote a song. I'm like okay, man, and it was like she would, like flip like Lizzo, True Curtis, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, she That's like, how it start though. That's how it started. Yeah. She flipping, start recording. She started flipping it. Um, so then when I had put in the studio in my house, that was it. That was it. It was over. That was it. It was like, oh, can I do that? And all right, so let me show you how this working in it. And that was it. Um, so having her as a studio in the studio process, um, we talked about not forcing your kids to do stuff. I, again, the question or the, the statement came up because a lot of the time you find entertainers who have kids who end up doing the same type of mm-hmm. entertainment right. or just getting into entertainment in general. Like if I have a kid. I don't know if I want them to get into media unless they want to. This is something I probably wouldn't force upon my kid be, or even like encourage is a, is a cruel world in media, man. This shit is crazy. Yeah. But entertainment period. Yeah, that's not something. Yeah, entertainment period. That's something that you got to want to get into. But like you see like the ball players, half their kids play ball. 
You got yeah. you got some of these dudes with their whole family in the leagues. You know what I mean? Shout um, out to the Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Yeah, the niggas with the the uh, And then the Gupo. That's how you really say. And then the Gupo. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, come on, man. I need a jersey. Be honest. Um. Well, shout out to Lavar Ball. He got all his. He got all his. And the other dude too. What's um Holiday? Isn't the Holiday brothers? Yeah, his people's in there too, right? Like, shout out to that. But I was like. And I see like the even like the um the rapper Well not the rappers, man. I don't think the rappers do it. I don't see any rappers with kids that they force in the rap. Like none of five kid raps. Nah. None of um only, only Whoa, Will Smith. Only Lil Romeo. He barely rap. Lil Romeo rapped for two years. People act like Romeo had a long career. He rapped for two years, bro. <laughs> don't count Romeo as a rapper. But you do got people that got their kids in there, um, would you put it on as an actual feature in, in one of the yeah. future albums? Sure would. What if, what if, what if, like, what if one day she goes down a path of artistry that you're not really, like, keen to? Like, if she gets involved with the, because, you know, it's the youthful world, and I'm just speaking, not, not saying I'm not speaking bad into existence, I'm just speaking possibilities. Because, you know, we got, like, all right, boom, for example, Travis Scott, you know, sad that all the stuff happened at his festival with everybody getting trampled and <laughs> no, the kids. That is Terrible. But like, do you try to like, keep her away from those type of? Um, she don't like that kind of music. Got you. Don't like so, that music. It's good that you don't. Yeah. Don't like, rage. Raging is cool, know, but yeah, it's I not for know, us. Man, she like. What's the like EDM? Bro. Like EDM? Hey, what you know about that? Oh, so yeah, how's supposed to be bumping, yo? EDM is EDM. I got introduced to EDM when I was younger, like, like in high school, bro. EDM, EDM, Lizzo, Mash up, like, be crazy. She, she, she like all like the Jingle Ball stuff. Got you, got you, so, so got like, you. It's, it's, it's mad, it's mad like Ariana and them. Man, KTU vibes. Ah, uh, KTU. <laughs> ah, shout out KTU, yeah. man. KTU vibes. What do you expect to happen when this album drops? Expect my life to change. Mm. I expect my life to change. For my family life to change. I expect it to be up for niggas. I believe I in it, man. That everybody that wrote me off musically, because I know some of you niggas did. I expect y'all to shut the fuck up. But why would they write you off musically if you drop consistent? You know why? Because because of you did consistency. I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. My phone don't ring from niggas. Uh. My phone don't ring from niggas, and I don't know whether is is niggas scared scared to fuck with me on the record. Or niggas just don't want to fuck with me on some music shit. Or niggas just don't want to work with me. I don't know what it is. I ain't complaining. I'm good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm good being a one man show. Mm-hmm. I could I could fucking sing the sing the hook. I could rap the verse. I could play the instruments, my nigga. Like it's 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 alright. But my phone don't ring from these niggas, so I stopped trying to try, trying to even worry about that. Yeah, I mean, once you you know how it is in entertainment. Once you get in your bag, some people are just not gonna be along for the ride, and that's perfectly fine. I looked up some of your information because I hate looking up people and looking like looking at bios. But I just mm-hmm. found something very interesting. You toured with a few people that are very notable names. Yeah. Want to talk about your few touring experiences? Mm. Definitely, have had uh, some fun touring over the. Who have you toured with? Yeah. Give us a couple.
How's that experience? Because as an upcoming artist, well, not upcoming, not upcoming. You got seven albums. As an artist, and I, this year I was going to stop using the term upcoming. Yeah, that's As an artist. I think people use that when they don't have a deal, and that's why they say that to yeah, themselves. Yeah, but they as an artist. They shortchange themselves. All right, what's the time where, um. As an artist, um, what is. My fault. I lost my train of thought. As an artist. Yeah, what were we talking about before that? My fault. We were talking about, about how. Touring, yeah. So as an artist, how does it feel to be out there with those quote unquote made it celebs? Like opening up. How's the crowds like? Crowds are incredible. Do they um, show love to the openers? It depends, you know, you you, you definitely get love mm-hmm. if you do your do your job. Um but you have to warm the crowd up basically because they're not there to see you. Mm. So you gotta get out your Sometimes head. you don't even know who the opener is. I've been you to gotta, a couple gotta, of shows yeah, and I don't even know who's on the You gotta get out your head that, you know, yeah. that this crowd here to see me. Unless you know you specifically got people coming to see you. Yeah. So you got you got friends, the experience of being in front of the big crowd, so friends, it's not family, that's, all that, you know, they ain't there to see you. What so. what do you like more? Big crowds, small crowds? I love intimate venues. Mm-hmm. I was talking about that earlier on um Twitter, like, yeah, I've seen like festival crowds mm-hmm. that shit make my anxiety all crazy mm-hmm. even though I'm not scared to perform I'm not I don't have stage fright mm-hmm. but just seeing all them people yeah it's crazy it's just too many people in for me place. I got I think slight astigmatism so when I start seeing people in that much abundance I stop seeing faces so once I stop seeing y'all as individuals it's kind of scary to me yeah, when I start seeing a sea of people like looking at like 50,000 yeah, it's like when you watch those cartoons people. when the People separate in the crowd. It's like you don't yeah, see the people. You just see like, the. It's crazy. I wouldn't knowing me. I probably wouldn't get too close to the edge of the stage mm-hmm. unless I'm smacked. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not getting that close to the edge of the stage because it didn't go left. Mm-hmm. It didn't go left. Nah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I was watching some of like the Rolling Loud stuff. I want to go to Rolling Loud. I want to work Rolling Loud. I might be there next year rolling loud. But I mean, it, it, the experience is different for I'm everybody. just bro, I I just those amount of people. Like I always think about I don't know why. Not I'm not saying like I'm like what's that pessimist? Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not that. It's just like, bro, what? Like all these people in Queens, first of all, I'm pretty sure Queens over capacity at this point, right? Like yeah, city field. Right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure but I'm pretty sure it's more than the amount of people that's allowed in anywhere near that venue. Like I'm pretty sure they oversell because it's not seated. So it's like Oh, it's not Yeah, just up. So you could fit a million people standing up in the city field. You get what I'm saying? But they won't sell a million tickets. But, like, I don't... You never know how much they sell. You can't get it kind of... In the stadium, you know, all right, there's 46,000 seats. I'm about to be in here with 46,000 people. I get an idea of what I'm walking into. You walk into these festivals, you might be there with 100 bands worth of people, and you wouldn't even nah, know. I'm good. I can't, bro. I think about, like, too much bad things not happening, but that happened to sit there and be like... Yeah, this is calm for 10 hours. <laughs> now I'm good. Because remember, festivals are from like 2 p.m. to like 10 p.m. So not only are you there with 100,000 people, you're there all day. Mm-mm. As a perfor- as a performer, I'll probably do it because I'm there and I'm out. But as right. a as a patron, I, I would n- never. Nah, what's the what's the what's your dream stage? Hmm. One of two stages: Madison Square or Barclays. I feel like Barclays is. I feel like SOBs is more of a prestigious stage than Barclays. I've worked at Barclays, I've and been, I can tell I've, you that. I've, I've been SOBs. So that means you've done 
more prestigious stage than Barclays. Because Barclays, Barclays, only because it's in Brooklyn, it's a stadium, but it's fairly new. I don't think it has that. MSG is like... MSG, you perform at MSG, I feel like you don't got to do nothing for the rest of MSG your life. You can just put that you performed like, there and you're good. <laughs> MSG is the, you know, pinnacle New Yorker. Yeah. But then you got Brooklyn and, you know, Barclays. Yeah, you don't man, jack that. So. I'm from Brooklyn, bro. You from Brooklyn. Right. Well, are you? Like, yeah. Are you jacking Brooklyn still? But no, Barclays, man. North Carolina. I'm in it. Barclays. Nah, but yeah, but. Um, it is here, and Hove opened eight shows there. I was there for that. I was working, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess you can. I mean, you you you, you want to crack one in your hometown? Yeah, Fab has it. I just said MSG and Barclays. You know yeah, I mean? but Fab but MSG more than Barclays. You rock with Fab? Fab? You, you fuck with Fab? That yes, we rock with Fab's. Uh, Fab's, Fab's a bum. Fab's what 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 up? What Stephen A said? What Stephen A said? Fab, Fab is this a from Fab the mouth. This is, all right. All thoughts and opinions are from Vontae Fab NYC. Brooklyn legend. Dapper Don says Fab is a Brooklyn Fabulous legend. Fabulous sport. Vontae NYC says Fab is a bona fide scrub. <laughs> Do not rock with that boy. How you from Brooklyn and you have not headlined Barclays? It's tragic. Anyway, we have Dapper Don here. Well, the real Brooklyn true. bread music in the that's building. Damn. Album coming soon. Where can we find you on social media? Oh, definitely. You can find me on uh, Twitter at D-A-P-A-D-O-N, I-G, D-A-P-A-D-O-N, 718. Uh, TikTok, man, D-A-P-A-B-K. Before we get out of here, TikTok, how you doing on TikTok? You doing all right on that? I'm trying to get, my, you know, get the numbers up. I'm confused. Um, in, in lieu of the album, I figure, let's, 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 let's open That's them floodgates. That's a flood good rollout. Let's open them floodgates up, man. Ma'am, you know. I cannot understand TikTok. I've been saying this on the pod for the last two years. Help. I'm, I'm getting, getting If you're a professional on TikTok, man. man, shoot me a DM or email. <laughs> I will hire you to create TikToks. <laughs> I swear. I'll send you the... We have the content, bro, but I don't know how to get the algorithm algorithm in. Feel me? Like, yeah, I'll I, post I, something I, that's fire, and I get zero in. likes, and then I see people posting grass. That TikTok algorithm is locked. Got a million. Um, actually, before we really got it here, is there anything else you want to say to the people in regards to artistry, in regards to being yourself, in regards to your upcoming album? I'm letting you vent for the next Uh, minute. Say what you got to say to the people, man. I'm gonna say a couple things. One, music is like air. It's the lifeblood. It's what drives us. It's what wakes us up. It's what motivates us mm-hmm. let it just flow through you let it do what it does love it embrace it if it feels good if it feels right make it don't second guess yourself even though it's going to be days when you do continue to push forward and it's still going to work out for you anyway mm-hmm. now now that other inspirational shit is out the way you motherfuckers had a couple <laughs> y'all, y'all had y'all time I chilled I regrouped uh-huh. I let you motherfuckers have y'all partying, y'all, y'all, y'all dance on y'all one legs and shit. <laughs> y'all, you know, y'all made y'all little lit videos, y'all twirled around, whatever the fuck it is y'all niggas do. <laughs> but I'm gonna explain something to y'all. And Talk I'm gonna to say him. this one more time, make it Talk very fucking clear. Y'all niggas, y'all one trick pony ass motherfuckers. Talk to them. Cannot fuck with me on this music shit. I don't care how many niggas co-sign y'all. I don't care how much money niggas throw at y'all. That does not make y'all niggas better than me. 
And I'm gonna show y'all what the fuck I mean when this shit drop. And I dare y'all niggas to compare albums with me, and I'm gonna smoke y'all niggas every time. Now he mean business, and I was here listening to the album, so I can co-sign all of it. He really put on a, uh, I wish he shout out to the hey Ryo, you owe me one. Your camera died on us. I need people to see that passion, but they're gonna hear it, and we're gonna be back. Yes, we're gonna be back when the album drop, and it may be in a might be in the hill somewhere because the price might be. All the way up. So, um, is yesterday's price today's price? When this shit drop, the price going to change. It's going to change. Listen, hey, oh, before I get out of here, Dap, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you, sir. Um, I do want to close with this. Congratulations to my DJ for the podcast. Select the Shah on his engagement. Ah, Around this time last year, you guys remember him? Was it this year? Early this year, last year? He had his baby. Congrats. Now he's tying the knot. Which means that sooner or later, we'll be getting less mixes from him. So if you're a <laughs> DJ out there that wants to send me mixes for the pod, please begin to hit me up and send those. Select the Shah or Shah, my boy. I know you're on my life, all your life. Congrats. Love you. I will be at the wedding. Um, I did miss the baby shower because I don't want them bad vibes on me. Um, <laughs> but I'll be at the wedding, suit yeah. tailored up, <laughs> open bar, drunk on the dance floor. I will be there. Other than that, this I've been your great host, as I always am, Vontae NYC. I'm here with Dapper Don, Zer. Brooklyn Bread Music. Y'all niggas on the clock. We out of here. <laughs>